Hey, uh, it's Dre here. Um, welcome to the third episode of the Conundrum with Dre. Um, told you these would be coming quicker, <laughs> so uh, trying to be true to my word on that. Uh, I've got a couple more guests that I'm uh, thinking about bringing on, um, so other episodes are in the works, so uh, things are going to start to flow um, pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, about this particular episode, uh, I sit down and have a chat with uh, a dear friend of mine um, whom I haven't had the opportunity to hang out with because of COVID. Um, we've played a few shows together um, over the years uh, with uh, her band Witch, Witch is Witch. Um, the guest is Nadine Paulin. Uh, she's the drummer. Um, we talk about lots of different things, um, how she started playing drums later, um, the family dynamic, um, and I have a new segment uh, where I do some quickfire questions. Uh, it's a really good time, and uh, hope you check it out. Uh, I've got the links to uh, which which is which um, stuff in the description, uh, so check that out. I'll have her socials on there as well. Um, they are a kick-ass band from Moncton, New Brunswick, and uh, she holds it all together behind the kit. Um, so enjoy my chat with Nadine. Um, hopefully she'll come back on the uh, on the show. And uh, yeah, so check it out. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, yes. Can you Hello. hear me? Yeah, I hear you just fine. Good. <laughs> I'm just moving stuff around. All right, cool. So you came up as Giorgio. That's interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything <laughs> on our computer and everything on our phones is all Giorgio. It's all him? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I guess he's the one that sets it all up. Oh, you. I'm the worst computer person in the world. I'm trying to get the volume up and I can't even do that. Here you we suck. <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? Hey, Dr. Dre. How you doing, man? Not too bad. What's up? Oh, just uh, helping Nadine uh, do things. <laughs> do computer things because I'm terrible at it. Yeah, I suck. I suck as well. Took me like two hours to set up a mic and a camera. So. <laughs> Maybe we should have the bigger likes. I look like a ghost now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Good. Can't, couldn't ask for a better. I got my coffee. Okay. Oh, Sunday. My teenager works. Nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where does he work anyway? Uh, he got a job at McDonald's. What is he, like 48 now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I had him when I was uh, two. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There goes the computer screen. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, sorry. Let me help Nadine. How does that work? I'll get out of your way in a second here. Oh, no way. You can you can stay the whole time if you want, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> do your thing. Um, it's not about me. <laughs> not about me either. <laughs> all right, right on. Well, uh, good luck and uh, really cool project you're doing. Oh, thanks, man. Good luck with everything. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Guess what? What? We've been recording this whole time. Oh fuck! <laughs> oh, can I swear? Yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. This is not. Yeah, no. This is okay. not. Uh, I'm not about censoring or anything like that. So. Okay. Cool. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> so yeah. So um, yeah, COVID and all that shit. How, how have you been doing? Like, I know you for a while. You were busy because you were doing the testing. You worked at the testing site, right? 
Yeah, I, I'm a lab tech and I'm in pathology technically right now, but for the first little while of the COVID, I was um, put into microbiology to help with that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that for a while, but then I got out of that in June and now I've been, uh, cause I'm doing uh, training at work to do like another position to be a pathology mm -hmm. assistant. So yeah. yeah, so I've been working on that. Nerd. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah, I wish I could have uh, taken that type of a field, but I'm I suck at anything. I can't even talk right now. So I mean, just imagine <laughs> if I was trying to study that stuff. Like Jesus. Oh, that's perfect. Those lab rats can't talk to people either. <laughs> yeah, makes yeah, me right? so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you nervous? Talking to people. In general. Yeah. yeah. So how? Like, okay, let's. We'll pause that. Let's rewind the clock. Um, I've known you for a little while, but I don't know a lot of your backstory. I know a bit because, you know, we chatted whatever it shows and stuff like that. But yeah. so where do you come from? Like, where are you from? Where am I from? Like, you mean in drumming or where am I from? Literally. Literally. Like, literally. Yeah. Born and raised in Moncton. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Big family. Uh, just the one brother and yeah. uh yeah and then Giorgio's family he's got the one sister so, okay. so it's not yeah it's a tight-knit thing yeah which is good yeah yeah um so one brother mm -hmm. I know he also plays the drums yeah he's really good <laughs> yeah um so with that did you was it like a musical family like was there music all the time or was that just something you guys kind of picked up um yeah, there was. I mean, my mom always loved music. She, Giorgio always teases me that I know the lyrics to like every song in existence. And it's because mom used to sing us everything like all the time yeah. and play music all the time. So yeah, so I grew up with that like um, old rock and roll, golden oldies and uh, old country and stuff like that. So that yeah. was playing like constantly. Okay. And uh, my dad played a little bit. He played some banjo. <laughs> okay, and, yeah. banjo, interesting. I'm just going to adjust my mic. I think my mic's a little hot, so I'm going to turn it down a bit. Hot mic, hot mic. Hot mic, yeah. Hot, hot take, hot take, hot room. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I know that feeling that Giorgio has because um, my wife literally, random song, she knows the words to everything, and I'm like, what? I don't, haven't even heard this song in, like, since it came out, like, 20 years ago. And yeah. She's like, yeah, me either. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> There's that, too, yeah. I have, like, I have a brain for it. Apparently, it gets put away somewhere so yeah <laughs> so too much information say it once i remember it yeah that's mm -hmm. uh, maybe that's a woman thing maybe because i know if i can speak from my experience i have to hear something at least 20 times before it starts to like to sink in to sink in yeah yeah okay. <laughs> and that's just being a guy i guess um, yeah. um so that's a lot of music, a lot of different genres and stuff. Mm -hmm. So when did you first, like, what was the type of music that you started gravitating to that you noticed, like, that's sort of where you were, like, that was your people kind of thing? Um, well, as a kid, I listened mostly to like, like I said, like the golden oldies kind of thing or whatever. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when I was like preteen or whatever, I kind of, tried to get into the stuff that my friends were all into like the new kids on the block and like that kind of stuff yeah <laughs> it was bad mm -hmm. but i would i would actually gravitate a lot to um uh like rock and roll and and women like uh lita ford and uh yeah. 
uh, Samantha Fox and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I heard my brother at one point listening to it was actually it was Metallica, but they were covering uh, Misfits. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, that's good. And then so he showed me the Misfits uh, cassette tape at the time. And yeah. <laughs> he was like, just don't let mom and dad catch you listening to it. <laughs> so when so, I listened to it all the time. So that was my first like band that I was really, really into was the Misfits. Really? Yeah. In like nice. seventh grade, sixth grade, seventh grade. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, wow. Damn. Yeah. So that's when I started really getting more into like punk and stuff like that. Okay. So from the misfits that opens the door to what, like what type of punk? Cause there's different genres in punk. Yeah. Uh, after that, there was a lot of uh, dead Kennedys and um, violent femmes, which isn't exactly punk, but whatever. And uh, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> that's totally punk. Rancid. And uh, yeah. So it just sort of snowballed from no effects and uh, yeah, just, I, I'm opening to open to listening to like so many different kinds of music so yeah okay and so your brother was listening to all that too right yeah so yeah, no he, facts and rancid and dead candies yeah. and yeah okay so it was sort of like a I get that because like my brother he was a bit older he's he was but he is older than I am uh, by like nine years so when I was like in third grade I remember sneaking down to his bedroom and he had like Molly Crew and uh, Black Sabbath and mm -hmm. like all that stuff. So he'd be playing it really loud in his room and I wasn't allowed in his room. So I would literally <laughs> sit on the stairs because he had the room down in the basement. Okay. Yeah. I remember sitting on the stairwell that goes like to his room as he was listening to it really loud and like, okay, this is, this is good. And then as soon as I hear it stop, like he hit stop on the cassette, I like run upstairs so he didn't <laughs> want to get caught. <laughs> So. that sounds really really familiar actually yeah, yeah my brother was five years older and that was pretty much the same situation he had the downstairs bedroom and stuff and when he started going out with his friends more he would let me go into his room and listen to music while he was out of his room so okay yeah same like uh when we moved from that place um he had again bedroom down in the basement um and yeah so the same type of thing it's like whenever i he, whenever i'm not home like whatever listen to these cds and he'd actually like lay some out he's like you know listen yeah. to listen to journey because steve smith is like you know amazing like trying to show me all these different drummers because at that point he was getting into playing the drums and i think i was like his pet project or something he wanted me to play the drums as well yeah. and like i was like you know he's my older brother you look up to him and you want to you know do what they do kind of thing and so then that kind of as soon as i tried it i was like oh yeah this is it like yeah this is the drums this is me right yeah so yeah um so when did you start playing the drums? Uh, I, I started playing around with it when we were kids and my brother was still living at home. Uh, mm -hmm. He started teaching me more as like the novelty of teaching me how to play drums kind mm -hmm. of thing. And uh, so I played around with it a bit at that point, but I didn't really do anything with it. And then he moved out and took his drums with him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so then I just sort of forgot about it for a while. But when I had my kids, um, that's when I wanted something for myself because everything was all babies and taking care of everything, everyone else. Yeah. So I wanted something for me. Okay. And one of my friends was selling his drum kit at the time. Mm -hmm. So I said, I would be interested. And he said, oh, well, if it's you, I'll give it to you for a case of beer. 
So I gave him a case of beer and he gave me the drums, <laughs> snare and cymbals included. Holy shit. And yeah, it, like it wasn't a good kit or anything. It was like some old shitty sonar kit or whatever, but yeah, yeah. like whatever to learn. It was yeah. awesome. Okay, yeah. So, so this happened after, after kids. Yeah. I was like 29, I think, or something like that. Okay. Yeah. So, so I only married children yeah. career path all that stuff and then midlife crisis at 20 what'd you say 29 29 apparently. <laughs> all right do things early i guess yeah yeah okay so 29 wow midlife crisis am i only living at 60 there you go <laughs> <laughs> so um okay 29 and then so did you get into playing in a band right away or was it like just on your own in the basement just no it was on my own just for fun um i did actually start kind of taking lessons from my brother for a little while yeah and um he wasn't the most patient teacher <laughs> and mm -hmm. he enjoyed mostly just like he wanted to start playing more guitar so he enjoyed playing guitar and having yeah. me play drums. Like I was just sort of the facilitator for him <laughs> learning how to play guitar in a band. Right here, keep the tempo so I can do what I yeah, want. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, I mean, he did teach me stuff and everything. But, um, and then I started taking lessons from uh, Tom Antle, T-Bone. Yeah, yeah. He played in Hope and uh, right now he's playing for Motor League. Yeah, he's, he's a monster. Ton of band. Yes, yes, he is. He is a freaking monster. <laughs> he can do absolutely anything, I'm yeah. sure. Um, so yeah, so I took lessons from him for about two years, but in that time somewhere, I did start playing with, uh, PJ and Dan and we started Witch, Witch is Witch. And I played with my brother in a Ramones cover band. That was just okay. like a one-off show. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I was just jamming with a few different people or whatever, but nothing really took other than Witch, Witch is Witch. So, so your first band is Witch, Witch is Witch, essentially. Yeah yes <laughs> holy shit that's like that's like uh where did i hear that from um i can't think of his name now the, the head guy from the pixies like the pixies is his first band like, oh really <laughs> that's insane i it just kind of worked the, the the three of us together and uh yeah i've so yeah i was sort of like how am i going to talk for like an hour i've been in one band <laughs> <laughs> really? No, well, you I mean you've done other things. You've done side projects. Like I know you guys like that Ramones one-off show. That was the Ramones not, thing. That, yeah. How long so ago technically, was that? yeah, we were the Havana Fair, so that was my first band. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> technically. Oh, well, uh, Yeah. Yeah, that was. Oh shit! That was almost ten years ago now. And really? Yeah. Okay. I was I was practicing more playing more and I wanted to play in a band but my thing was most of my friends had been playing since they were teenagers like yeah. most people that you'll meet playing in bands yeah yeah and I kind of felt like oh well, I won't be able to keep up or you know they want somebody who who also has that much experience in bands and who's going to know how to like do all this stuff yeah. so my brother was like no no people just need to see you play and they'll like somebody will come up and want to play with you so that's why we did that show that was just him kind of like helping me out he grabbed a bass instead of playing drums and let me play drums and really and yeah we did that so uh we booked the show before we had practiced anything and yeah. i didn't know what i could do i'd only been playing drums for like six months at that point and uh he was like yeah we're gonna do the first ramones album from cover to cover uh you got two months so i was like oh okay so we just started practicing and yeah so clearly there's a natural um 
give to that because to pick that, I mean, the Ramones is a lot of people can shit on the Ramones for being so simple, but it's not easy to play that, especially the drums. Yeah. Because those like straight up like eighth notes constant, like that is fucking hard. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. And at and, first I could only get a couple songs in and like my arm felt, it felt like there wasn't enough skin to go around my arm. It felt like it was just going to go like. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like Popeye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I got the Ramones it. are, I mean, the Ramones are the Ramones for a reason. Like they developed that sound and it's kind of like ACDC. Like you listen to it, it sounds simple, but good luck. Yeah. To make it sound like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So kudos on you for that. Cause that's not an easy thing to do or pull off. Like, Thank you. And then get picked up by a band like right away. Like, <laughs> like your number one draft pick in hockey or something like <laughs> Well, actually, PJ was uh, kind of like DJing that night that we did that show. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I met him for the first time that night. And uh, we just sort of started talking and became friends or whatever. And then him and Dan were hanging out one night and myself and Dan went out and met up with PJ and they were talking about starting a band. PJ just looked at me and said, are you still playing? I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, there's our drummer. <laughs> are you still playing? He's like, well, I just started. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we still playing? In six months, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. So you three are the original members of Which Which Is Which. Mm -hmm. um, so when that started, was it all just like music, songwriting and stuff, like without anybody doing lyrics, like it was just straight up music? Like yeah creating that yeah and i actually had a hard time at first when we did find a singer to play with someone singing because <laughs> i had gotten so used to playing our songs and not hearing anything else other than just us so i yeah okay that, that screwed me up at first but yeah wow so songwriting wise like does uh i'm assuming pj and dan collaborate with arrangements and like chords and all that riffs oh, and yeah. guitar talk whatever yeah. Um, so do they kind of have an idea of what they're looking for for the drum parts or do they just give you like a blank canvas and like here's the song do your thing um a little bit of both I mean like for the most part I do still do really Ramonesy type drumming for for this band really mm -hmm. like it, it's nothing crazy um I don't do drum solos or big fills or whatever so I'll just do the basic four four thing and then every once in a while one of them will kind of chime in and be like, oh, it'd be kind of cool if, uh, you know, like here we want that to sound a little more, I don't know, we want to bring that out a little more. So can you try this or whatever, you know? So we'll do some of that stuff too. Yeah, because I definitely hear that. Like when I hear your guys' stuff, I hear Ramones, I hear The Cult, I hear, um, well, those are the two main ones, I guess. But yeah. like, there's so, there's like that whole, that era, like yeah. it's like a throwback, a callback but at the same time, it sounds new. Like, that's, like, I don't know how you guys pull that off, but it sounds freaking awesome. <laughs> well, it kind of, it comes together real nice because we all have different main genres that we listen to. Um, we all like a ton of different music and we, we all do enjoy the same music also. But like, um, uh, you know, Dan likes stuff with a, a little more of a, gothy type feel you know like mm -hmm. uh the cure cult and things like that and yeah. pj uh likes a little more metal i'm a little more punk so like when we put it together it just kind of sounded right <laughs> okay so 
more rock because I know that you and PJ have an affinity for Kiss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like and Dan hates them. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's our mission to try to find a Kiss song that he doesn't know and start covering it and have him go, oh, this is really good. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? <laughs> That's really good. Okay, so yeah, so talk about that. Like you guys have gone to like Kiss tribute shows and stuff like that. Like mm -hmm. where does that come from? Like the Kiss? Because I know like you either love Kiss or you fucking hate Kiss. Pretty much. I don't yeah. know many people in, in the middle. Like I can kind of take it or leave it but I guess that would mean I like them versus mm -hmm. hating mm -hmm. them. Like there's no, yeah, it's either you like them or you literally hate them. Like you can't stand them. That's true. Right. Uh, where do you fall? Uh, I like them. I think, oh, I think they're yeah. assholes. <laughs> well, oh yeah. Well, that's not, you even. know, but I mean, you can't deny what they did and, and who they are. Right. So, I mean, you kind of got to give them that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's rock and roll. It's catchy. It's, you know how to me it's like how can you not enjoy it but like some people just hate it like you said <laughs> right they hate it a lot uh, yeah yeah but i i mean i love all that glam rock and stuff like mm -hmm. really into that too so and PJL. So, so did you listen to like a lot of uh winger and uh warrant and stuff like that uh not winger and warrant so much uh i got some rat uh okay. motley crew poison okay. uh yeah, yeah. I find there's a big, there's a difference. People might not hear the difference, but there's a big difference between bands like, like you said, like Rat and, and Winger. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not, I wouldn't even consider them the same ballpark. No. Like, they have some street cred, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you can kind of tell. It's like Guns N' Roses. They were kind of, they were, they were like a rock band. They came out of that glam metal scene or whatever, but mm -hmm. I think they're a punk band more than anything. Yeah. I don't know about that. But. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I think because I guess maybe not stylistically music wise, but I think in attitude, I think a yeah. large percentage of the band was more punk than than that other stuff. Yeah, I can see that. So if, if punk is an attitude, I would have to give them that. I guess. Yeah. yeah, that is true. That is true. And that's and that is one of the things that attracts me to punk is is the attitude with it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that attracts me to playing it is because I mean, I started out later in life and I'm, as an, uh, an adult with kids and stuff, I'm never going to have the time to practice to be, I'm not going to be the best drummer in town. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm fine with that. Um, but with punk, you just kind of need the attitude and the confidence to do it and you're good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like when you play at shows, because I mean, I've been lucky enough to, to play shows with you guys, opening up for you guys and just the atmosphere of the crowd. Like when you guys get on stage, it's just electric. Like you guys go up and from note one to good night, it's just hundred percent. Like, and there's like no breaks in song. Like there's, well, a couple of little, yeah, yeah. you know, I got to tune my guitar or whatever, but like, it's just, it's a full on assault. Yeah. Which is punk. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, cause you can get those guys that are, you know, the storytellers and, they go on and on about the meaning of this yeah. or that and it's like no just fucking shut up and play people are just there to have fun and listen yeah. to you play you know so right give them that you, you don't have time to like throw elbows and shove each other around and spill beer everywhere if you're busy telling the life story of why you wrote this song 
exactly. <laughs> you know, so yes, I, I get that sometimes like, I guess the perception from behind the drum kit to like what the guys in the front are doing, like whenever Jack is tuning his guitar or kind of talking to the crowd, I'm like, this is taking like forever. Like, what's <laughs> yeah. going on? But then like, I'll listen back or I'll like, if somebody has a video and it's like, oh, that was only like 10 seconds. Like, oh yeah. It just feels so much longer. It's like, just shut up and play. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because you're sitting in front of in front of people watching you. Maybe, yeah, maybe. That happens to me too. It's this yeah. weird thing where it's like it seems to take forever, but at the same time goes by so quickly. Right? Because yeah, then when you're done, you're set. You're like, oh fuck, we just started. Are we done already? Yeah, we just started. Yeah. So um, with that, are you guys? I know you guys are, have been working on some new stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you were in the studio last. Was it last year? No, it was 2019. Yeah. You were in the studio, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Because last year is just a wash, like whatever. That didn't Pretty happen. Much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so you guys went in the studio with uh, Danny Bourgeois. Mm -hmm. And talk about that. Um, we recorded just a few songs with him, uh, which was really fun. It was a different experience. Um, uh, it was a really fun experience as a drummer because he's a drummer. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had a cabinet full of snares that I could choose from. And he had uh, mics on absolutely every part of the drum kit. And it was mm -hmm. like, it was just insane. Uh, so that was really fun. And yeah, we recorded just a few songs with him for a split that we're doing actually with uh, Freak Dancer. Mm -hmm. So that should be coming out fairly soon. So we yeah. got four or five songs. We recorded like a few more than what we're putting on the album. So I think on the album, there's either four or five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so they free dancer would have the same amount of songs yeah kind of like so what got you guys into doing the split idea because i know like that's another like punk rock thing like mm -hmm. there's always like two different bands like that do splits and usually they're like completely different genres almost um so what got you guys into doing that um well i mean we were we were asked by the guys in freak dancer and they're super cool dudes and um but I think that's that's a thing, like you said, like that's a punk rock thing to do the splits and everything. I think that's a big part of punk rock too, is like you're supporting each other's bands mm -hmm. and trying to put other bands out there as well. Yeah. So um, yeah, so collaborating like that's just kind of natural. Yeah. So when you say soon, how soon? <laughs> uh, again, things with COVID and everything. Uh, I mean, honestly, it was already supposed to be out. So I... I I don't know how soon exactly, but okay. Soon. Yeah, because I've been waiting for that. Because I know, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but you kind of leaked a little bit of that. Yeah. I got to listen to some of it, um, and I'm really, really wanting to like be able to like you know throw that on my playlist or throw it in my record <laughs> player. Because yeah, I'm looking forward to it coming out. It's uh, some of our newer songs, which by now, ideally, we wanted to release this before we would even play these at shows and stuff, but mm -hmm. with everything that happened last year we've ended up playing them at some shows yeah. Um, but yeah so we just wanted to put out the new songs the the original idea and again we've kind of been thrown off our rails with all of this past year but we wanted to put out four songs then do another four songs maybe digitally and then do another four songs but then we would put those together on like an album okay so we kind of release them as almost like you would like a bunch of seven inches and then yeah then one full album kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like keep people interested and everything because I mean, for us, for the four of us with our work and family and all that, 
writing is is a little slower <laughs> than it yeah. would if we were like teenagers in a band you know yeah yeah so just to like kind of keep people interested and and keep putting stuff out there yeah i hear that because like we're the same boat like the uh the album that we put out last year and we probably could have waited and because we put it out in july like right in the middle okay, of yeah. like when covid was going on yeah yeah because we got it done we recorded it well i recorded my drum parts like way before that but then when james uh when he was still in the band and jack they worked on all the guitars and vocals and stuff um jack had half the vocals left to do covid hit so he recorded them at home oh. <laughs> on it like in his closet or whatever like he sent, me, he sent me a picture of like his makeshift like mic stand as like coat hangers and like coffee filters it was i was like wow okay that's cool though that's very diy that's very punk yeah but but i mean it worked right so he Ooh. sent those files to james and then mixed it and then once james had it mixed and mastered we were like okay so do we do we wait and yeah. put it out like on cd or and we said you know what fuck that we've got it we've got the art the album cover done at least that so we only need that for spotify and, and Bandcamp. so fucking do it so we did so we just said screw it and then so now we're in the process of like putting together like the package like to actually release it on like cd okay vinyl is fucking expensive yes it is <laughs> um, that's that's the goal is to do, put it on vinyl um but i mean if you're not playing shows you're not making that money to be able to purchase the vinyl because i mean right. otherwise it's coming out of your own pocket and we all have families you know and expenses and stuff like that so i mean yeah. you're just going to bankrupt yourself if you do it that yeah, way so exactly um so the vinyl thing is you know a lot of bands are doing it now uh you guys did it twice mm -hmm. so you the did the album we did same it album. i know yeah i know i got both <laughs> i know <laughs> yeah so I'll, I'll probably maybe i'll throw a picture of me terribly holding up the, the two vinyls because <laughs> they look cool like that's the other thing like there's the green yeah. and the purple um with the cover art and everything to go with it like you got um i think it's justin coffee right yeah we're super lucky that justin's our friend and that he was nice enough uh yeah. to do that for us and uh yeah and we're also super lucky that uh we have dan who's you know like a designer so like he has that eye for yeah for trying to for putting stuff like that together too yeah. uh so yeah yeah because I'm not. And Lee Zen, who's an artist. <laughs> yeah, right? So, yeah, so she's been putting out a lot of stuff and doing a lot of work. I noticed that online. Yeah. Um, sculpting and just exhibits and stuff like that, which I'd like to be able to go and see, but, you know. I know. COVID. I know. Actually, I'm wearing one of her shirts right now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Thank sweet. <laughs> yeah, so she, yeah, she's doing that on silk, uh, silk screen, silk right? Screen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's badass. So you guys got a bunch of DIYers with all different um, skills that can just pull it all in and put it yeah. together and, and make that. Yeah. And then we got PJ with the experience of having been in bands for like so many years of his life that, you know, yeah. what people are going to want to and uh, when we should put certain things out. And, you know, he's got more of a feel for that kind of thing. So Yeah. And the contacts and the people, because, I mean, yeah. people might not know that are watching this, but. PJ, he uh, plays bass in the Monoxides, which were like, they exploded in like the 90s. Yeah. And they toured all across Canada and I think they went down into the US and, yeah. and Europe, right? I think they yeah. went overseas too. So uh, I'm not sure about that one, but yeah. Anyway, possibly, very possibly. Yeah. So I remember when I was, when they were out, when I was younger, hearing about them, I was like, oh, 
band from Moncton that's like touring around. That doesn't, no, that can't be right. And yeah. then, yeah, holy fuck, you know? Yeah. It's weird when it comes from like your own neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. You know, like for me, I guess Moncton, even though it's only like an hour and a half drive, Moncton from Miramichi always felt like it was like this whole other country almost. Like, oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't get to go to Moncton very often. Um, and when we did, it was like, you know, stop the mall and you're home kind okay. of thing, right? So I didn't get to immerse myself in the scene in Moncton. So now with this project and being able to get back into playing music and playing in bands, getting into the scene and playing like with you guys and some of the other bands that we played with, you know, finally getting to be a part of the scene in Moncton. Mm -hmm. um, so how early did you, like, I know you played, started playing drums later, but how were, how young were you or like, when did you get into the scene of like, you know, just going to see bands? Oh, that was probably, I mean, like, probably like 13, 14 kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. I would go see what I could, mm -hmm. especially with my brother playing in bands. I wanted to see him as much as I could. Um, but often it was in bars and I couldn't get in or sometimes if it was at the Esquire, I could get in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So there wasn't many all ages shows? No. Back then? No, um, not not here really no it was always it was it was mostly at the esquire that was like our our punk bar you know yeah so sometimes as an underage person you could get in but sometimes you'd get kicked out <laughs> yeah yeah poor esquire rest rest in peace mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i got to see fifth on the floor and nashville pussy there before it shut down nice that was such a good show nice such a good show and then afterwards we all hung out with blaine and Ryder and them and yeah, they were really cool. I mean, they were looking for cocaine, but I couldn't help <laughs> I couldn't help them with that. They were, as soon as the show was done, they came out. It's like, who's got cocaine? <laughs> who are we hanging out with? Who has the drugs? Yeah, who's got the drugs? Yeah. I mean, not not surprising with those cats, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, well, I, I got to see some shows there and uh, got to play a few shows there, so that was fun. Yeah. So yeah, the Esquire. It's a great spot. I mean, it was, it was small. Mm -hmm. um, and dirty and dirty which is exactly what you want yes. right <laughs> um but i mean the cavo is doing really well um yes so i know they were um they were in another location before or were they always there they're always there okay but they're um, closed for a while yeah okay and yeah. now they're back and yes. then COVID hit <laughs> okay because yeah. i know like that's where we played with you guys there you guys play there often um mm -hmm. it's just a great atmosphere it is, yeah. It's a great atmosphere. Uh, the sound's pretty good in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's a fun place to play for sure. Because uh, here in town for a while we had Chloe's house, which was the <clears throat> DIY punk house, um, and then that shut down. So there were rumors of like other stuff, like another Chloe's house kind of starting up again. But then again, with the COVID, yeah. You know, yeah. How many times we're gonna say COVID during this? But. <laughs> So, at least another 10 times so yeah so that no more rumors right now for the time being but hopefully okay. someday something else like that'll come up yeah because i know the um i don't think this is covid related that's one um <laughs> that uh the guys in, in uh, fredericton um the the haunted mansion shut down last year oh yeah uh, uh you guys got to play one of the last shows yeah yeah you know, um, they did a few because COVID was full swing there. There's two. Um, <laughs> it, uh, they were doing just like uh, digital, like Facebook live shows. 
So a different band would go every weekend and they would do the Facebook live thing. So you were playing to, to just them, you know, but, yeah. but it was super fun anyway. And it was really well done actually. Yeah, like, it was. I mean, the sound in there is fantastic. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, they have like, they literally have like a mixing board and stuff, you know, like, so yeah. it's the best. and uh, yeah. And they had somebody there doing the video who was really good at it. So yeah, so it's not all right. Okay. Cause I know Moncton's got a place that's kind of doing that now with uh, slanted glass. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Ross. Ross. Yeah, yeah, he's a super cool guy. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, he does sound at uh, Cavalo most times when we play. Yeah. yeah, he was the guy that did the sound the last time that we played there. Um, yeah. So that's when I met him and then, you know, buddied up on Facebook or whatever. So uh, just before we went back to Red Phase, um, he hit us up to do a live stream show because he's been putting those on. Oh, sweet. Yeah, but, you know. Now, no. COVID. <laughs> um, yeah, so hopefully that'll, um, once some restrictions kind of alleviate and then um, Sean can leave Moncton and come here to get ready for it, we're, we hope to put a show on there for that. Um, you guys planning on any doing any more live streams at all? Um, we haven't been hit up for any at the moment, uh -huh. um, but I mean, if this keeps going the way that it is, that's definitely a viable option, you know? Yeah. And I think they're great. Like, and, and some of the yeah. bigger bands are doing it now too. Like, yeah. um, I know the Hives did a, a great big world tour type of a live stream where they had yeah. different shows for different cities. Um, they put on, I think two, uh, no, there was like six different shows or something like that. So they actually played six different set lists and they had like a toll free number if you were logged into the stream and then uh, you could call it and then they'd answer and they'd talk to the fans. Cool. Um, yeah, it was pretty pretty rad. Um, so you know, you could buy the pass for all of the shows, and or you could buy like individual shows. Okay, cool. Um, kind of like um, Bad Religion did with their decades. Yeah, yeah. Those are, I mean, but see, they they have big production teams, right? So they can put on these kick ass shows. Yeah. Um, the sound was amazing, and it felt like you were there. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I guess that's kind of what I think Ross is trying to do with with his thing. Yeah um and it works i mean the sound is great especially when you have a guy like that doing audio yeah he's an exactly. audio engineer right he knows what he knows he's, doing. What he's doing he's got the the tools necessary and everything so yeah, yeah. so i hope i hope you guys do get to to put one on there because the one at the the mansion was really good mm -hmm. um because i mean you guys doesn't matter if there's one person in the room or 100 or 2000 like you just you turn the on switch and it, it's go time right so. Yeah, yeah, it, it was still really fun. It was it was different, definitely, to not have like, um, like chatter between the songs and stuff and just sort of be like, eh. yeah, uh, yeah, but, uh, but it was fun. Yeah, because that's, that's the other thing, like to, to bring that kind of energy when you're the only people in the room, usually you feed on the crowd, right? Like yeah. the, the cheers or the screams or the cursing or the you know, you suck or, you know, telling, <laughs> telling each other off, like, whatever, you know, it, is. <laughs> whatever it is, right. You feed off of that. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. Motherfucker. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, or kicking or spitting or whatever. Like, like, I don't know if we'll ever get back to, to that. I know. Right. Like even when things kind of seem semi-normal and shows and people get to go to bars and stuff, I don't know how people are going to like rush together and, and kind of yeah. feel comfortable doing that. I think in years it'll get back to that, but yeah. uh, I mean, because the world has gone through pandemics before. Yeah, <laughs> have we've had mosh pits like so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, eventually, hopefully, it'll get back to that. Yeah, I hope so too. Um, 
But again, it's like maybe I'll have like a plexiglass in front of the yeah. drum kit. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd Actually, yeah. I love being behind the drum kit and having my nice little barrier. Yeah, That's it's like, yeah. it's great. Yeah, and then when shit hits the fan, you can be like, I, I can't get out there. I'm yeah, sorry. I can't do anything about it. <laughs> I can't go. Yeah. I don't even have a mic. <laughs> <laughs> right? They won't give me a mic. No, for some they reason. won't give me one either. That's why I'm doing this. You know, no. my, I got my own mic. <laughs> I didn't even buy it. My wife got it for me for Christmas. Aw. Um, that's the other thing. Like, I know, like, I'm, I'm married and have a kid. Um, you're married and have two kids. Um, and I know like with the support that I get from my wife, I know she doesn't like going out to shows and stuff like that. And it's not really her scene. Like she's not, she didn't grow up in the punk rock kind of thing. Okay. Right. So it's kind of foreign to her, like what I do as far as the shows. Like, I mean, she understands, you know, so much, but with your husband, Giorgio, super cool guy. I've got chance to meet him a few times and i see your kind of your posts on facebook and instagram and stuff the two of you guys are so fucking cute together <laughs> um you're like the person i don't want to say perfect couple um but you guys are definitely it's like you're still kind of courting each other yeah um so he obviously supports what you do oh yeah big time um and yeah, like that first time, I think the first time I met him was at the show in Halifax at Gus's pub yeah. and uh, just hanging out with him outside. And he was just so proud of what you do. Like you guys were sound checking or getting your line check done when I was talking to him outside. And then as soon as that first note hit, he's like, I'll talk to you later. I got to go. <laughs> oh, he's a banana supportive. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. like, how, how does, how is that? Like talk about his, like. You know, well, yeah, no. uh, yeah, he is super supportive. Like when I started talking about wanting to take lessons or whatever, I'm, I'm a very shy person. Like mm -hmm. literally when I would go take my first lessons with Tom, I had a hard time playing because I was shaking. <laughs> like, I, I don't like, I'm not a big fan of people watching me doing so like the one yeah. person watching me do something that I wasn't very good at or whatever was very nerve wracking, but Giorgio would always uh, push me to go to my lessons when I wanted to cancel yeah. and uh yeah no he's just he's really super supportive and he comes to shows and honestly I mean he does listen to to some punk and stuff but that's not really his scene either no no uh no more of a Joni Mitchell guy uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> one of his favorite bands is U2 so we don't agree on that but no but also no. I've been to a U2 concert with him because I support him too. Yeah, well, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. it goes both ways, but U2, yeah. really? I know. I don't see him as a U2 guy. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I can like Springsteen. Um, I love you know. Springsteen. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I say that because Springsteen's the boss, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, very supportive of it. Yeah, that's awesome. And it makes things a lot easier when you do get that support, right? Yeah. Um, I know I appreciate it, you know, from, from home, you know, it's not fun showing up at, uh, you know, two or three in the morning after a show and yeah. you roll in and everybody's in bed and it's, you know, but yeah. every time it's like, you know, so how was the show? Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and he's the same way he comes whenever he can. Yeah. And when he can't, I mean, he watches the kids and yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, the kids are getting older now, so they kind of self-sufficient a bit and, and almost yeah, to the to point where they can keep an eye on each other. To a point, yeah. Like we can we can leave them during the day and stuff now. Our oldest is 13, so yeah. But uh, I still wouldn't 
I wouldn't go play a show in Halifax with George no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, you're not going to do an out of town gig. No, yeah. that's right. not for, not for thing, you know. yeah. yeah. All right. So I got, um, I haven't done this before on the podcast. Um, no, no, you're the first. <laughs> uh, call, I'm going to call them crash questions. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of a quick fire kind of a thing. Okay. Um, so answer as quickly as you can. Shit. Okay. No, no pressure. All right. No, it's going to be easy. It's going to be awesome. Okay. You're going to like it. Okay. So, <clears throat> favorite donut? Oh, uh, fuck. I can't do this already. <laughs> Honey crawler. <laughs> Honey crawler? All right. Cool. 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 Uh, 80s or 90s music? 80s. Okay. Uh, horror or comedy? Horror. Favorite horror movie? Oh, fuck. Uh, we'll say Friday the 13th. Okay. Is there a particular chapter? Mm. No. No? No. Just Jason? Just Jason. I appreciate them all. <laughs> Even Jason goes to uh, space? Oh, I appreciate them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right on. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, Hogwarts or Xavier's School for Gifted Children? Oh, that's hard. Xavier's. Yeah. So, okay. So, with that, um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Teleportation. Nice. I'm late all the time. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> um, cake or pie? Pie. Nice. That's the right answer, by the way. <laughs> um, There's right answers? Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it's like, uh, what is it? An apple or an orange? Apple. Right? Because you can put peanut butter on an apple. That's right. <laughs> I stole that from Stephen Colbert, actually. Oh. <laughs> yeah. um, what's your favorite book or comic book series? Mm. I have a lot. Um, my favorite book is one I read pretty recently, actually, is American Gods now. <laughs> it's my favorite. Okay, the Neil Gaiman? Yeah. The, there's an that. HBO show on that or something? Yeah. Yeah, I think we started watching season one, and then we got back into RuPaul's Drag Race, so... Oh. <laughs> You watch RuPaul? No. No, you should. Busy watching American Gods. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> uh, what's your go-to meal? Spaghetti. Meatballs or au gratin? Meatballs. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But a trash compactor, I'll eat anything. Yeah. Okay. So this is like the ultimate question. Mm -hmm. I've been building up to this one. Gem and the Holograms or the Misfits? Oh, the Misfits. Yes. Yes. I have a shirt. Shit, that was what I was wearing before, actually. It has, it has all the names of the Misfits, you know, like the Pizzazz and... Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Um, DC or Marvel? Probably DC. Yeah? Yeah, I like the darker stuff. Marvel's the darker fun. stuff. Yeah. So I don't have to ask Superman or Batman. Batman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's the right answer again. Yeah, that's the right answer again. <laughs> Nobody wants to be Superman. Come on. Um, awesome. Um, okay, so new stuff's coming out maybe sometime this year. Who knows? Yeah, hopefully. I keep saying soon. Hopefully in the next few months. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, I don't want to keep you too long because okay. you know parenting and all that stuff. I gotta get some stuff. I gotta get done too at around the house. You know, being an adult and stuff sucks. 
um, no, this was awesome. I uh, I miss hanging out with you guys. Like, yeah, I can't wait to play shows with you guys again because, I mean, there's been a few bands that we've played with more than once, but I'm pretty sure you guys are like the one that we've played with the most. The most, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's always fun playing with you guys. I can't wait to play shows again. That'd be great. Um, yeah. So hopefully, when all this lifts up. Um, we can get maybe a, I don't know. I think the well is still a thing. Um, get a show here in Miramichi again. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, we love uh, that. Awesome. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much for doing this. I know um, no, I kind of sprung it on you like last minute. So no, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I was all right, not too shaky. No, you, this is, you did great. This is uh, okay. super chill. All right. All right. Well, thanks so much. No, thank you. All right. All right, back to you later. See ya. All right, so that was my chat with Nadine. Uh, super cool chat. Uh, really enjoyed talking with her, uh, even a guest appearance um, by her husband, who's uh, also a really cool guy. Uh, I've had the opportunity to hang out with him a few times. Um, so yeah, I hope you really enjoyed the video. Um, hope you enjoyed the interview um, or conversation. Uh, I don't like calling it interviews. Um, it's just uh, want you to get to know these people um, just like I want to get to know more about them um, some people I've already known like Nadine um, some people I've met for the first time like uh, the last episode with uh, with Ryan P. Gallant which uh, do check that episode out as well and my first episode with uh, Warren Beatty um, I've got more guests on the way uh, hope to you guys uh, check them out and um, yeah until the next time uh, stay safe uh, wash your hands, wear a mask, and uh, we'll get through this. All right.